Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. You're listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. This week, we are sharing something from our archives. This is our episode about how to learn Spanish numbers with music, and we're doing it for a very, very special reason. There will actually be an opportunity for you to see the artists featured in this episode live. So this song that we're reviewing is Conteo Regresivo by Gilberto Santa Rosa, and he is actually going to be giving his very own cruise so you can actually see a concert with him and hang out with him on the cruise ship if you want to see him live, make sure you go to HilbertoSantaRosaCruz.com or just check out the description of this episode uh, and you will be able to go directly to that link to get more information about the cruise. Great opportunity to immerse yourself in Latino culture, to listen to the music, to dance, to meet people. Uh, so if you haven't checked this out before, make sure that you go to, again, uh, the description. We have the link, HilbertoSantaRosaCruz.com and you can get $50 off any cabin if you use the code Spanish con salsa. So use the code Spanish con salsa to get $50 off any cabin for the cruise. Now this cruise will sell out. So if you're interested, make sure you check out all of the details right now. You can go to the show notes page for this episode, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 146. That's learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 146 for episode 146 of the podcast. And we will include uh, a link so you can get more information about the cruise there. Hope that you check it out and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. 
Hola, bienvenidos al episodio 146. Welcome to episode 146 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Now, I know you probably already know how to count in Spanish, at least up to 10, right? <laughs> you probably learned that uh, even before you knew anything else about the Spanish language. But there actually are many different expressions that require you to know a lot more numbers in Spanish. So it's a really important topic. So I thought today it would be worth going through how to use some of those larger numbers in Spanish and to teach you some expressions that uh, will actually require this in your day-to-day -day life. Uh, now, of course, as always, we like to do that with uh, music. So I'm actually going to be talking about the song Conteo Regresivo, which is by Gilberto Santa Rosa, who's a Puerto Rican uh, artist. He's a salsa singer. And uh, he has a song that uh, was released back in 2007, or 2007. So we'll be talking about those large numbers <laughs> in a minute. So 2007, 2000. Uh, so 2000, not million. Uh, siete, so 2007. Uh, is when he released this song. It's really a fun song. Uh, so I'm going to get into the lyrics of that uh, as well. Uh, and also just talk about some general expressions that you'll need uh, related to los números or the numbers in Spanish. So first, let's talk about all of the different ways that you can use numbers in Spanish. And there's probably a lot more than you are thinking. So obviously, you know, to tell the time, uh, you're going to have to count uh, beyond 10, right? You're going to have to at least know how to count up to 12 to tell the time. Uh, to say the date, you have to count up to 31. Uh, and that's just to say the, the day of the calendar month, right? Um, and the actual day. To know your age, weight, your, even your address, be able to tell someone your flight number when you're traveling, you're going to need to be able to at least count into the hundreds. And that's before we even get to saying the full date with the year, like I just did a moment ago. Uh, for that, you need to count into the thousands. Uh, and of course, to go shopping, you're going to need to know how to count money. So there are lots of different ways that we need to know uh, or that we use numbers in Spanish. And these are all reasons that we really need to master this topic. Uh, so in our Learn Spanish with Music course that we're actually running a promotion on this month, I'll tell you about that a little bit later, but we actually have a lesson that goes into detail uh, and actually teaches you how to count into the millions. <laughs> and I also break down the full lyrics of the song that I'm featuring in this episode. I'm going to go through one of the verses here uh, and give you some vocabulary from that. But if you really want to dive deeper into the song uh, and get the full lyrics and the full breakdown, because uh, some of the lyrics are a little bit tricky. Uh, but I'll talk more about that. Uh, but yeah, that is featured in the course. So if you actually sign up for our Learn Spanish with Music course this month, not only do you get uh, a bit of a discount for being a listener of the podcast, uh, but you'll also have lifetime access to all of these courses. And you'll be able to practice and learn all of your numbers in Spanish so that you can use them with ease. All right. So uh, with that, let's let's just go through some practical examples of how we use these larger numbers. And then I'll get into the song lyrics. Sound like a plan? All right, cool. <laughs> so to tell the time, uh, like I mentioned, uh, you need to be able to count up to 12. So if you know, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez, which I know you know that, um, you have to add two more numbers. So 11 is once and 12 is doce. 
So if you want to say it's 11 o'clock at night, you would say, Son las 11 de la noche. Son las 11 de la noche. So it's 11 o'clock at night. Uh, for 12, you can actually cheat. You can actually say mediodía for 12 p.m. or medianoche for midnight. So you don't need to know how to say 12, but uh, you can also say uh, son las 12. Son las 12 de la tarde. So it's 12 in the afternoon or 12 noon, actually. I guess you couldn't say afternoon when it is noon. <laughs> okay, so we talked about time. That's really easy, right? Uh, to say the date, like I mentioned, you have to count up to 31. So if you know how to count 20, 20, 30 is 30. So if I want to say uh, today is February 8th, uh, well, it's not a good example because uh, you probably already know 8. So let's go a little bit further. Let's say today was March 31st. I would say, hoy es el 31 de marzo. Uh, and then, of course, like I mentioned, if you want to be able to tell your age, of course, depending on how old you are, your weight, uh, your address, things like that, you're going to have to learn how to count into the hundreds. So I'll, get, I'll give some examples uh, of that uh, as it relates to money. Uh, but let's go through how to say the full date with the year. So we already talked about counting into the thousands. So uh, we know that in Spanish, mil is a thousand. Uh, even though I know it can be confusing for English speakers because it looks like mil, like million, but to say million, it's actually millón. So don't get those confused. Uh, so if you want to say, uh, you know, 2000, like I mentioned earlier, the year is dos mil. So very similar to how we would say it in English. It's more of a direct translation. So if I wanted to say uh, the full date, I would say, hoy es el 8 de febrero. De 2022. Hoy es el 8 de febrero de 2022. It's a lot of doses, right? A lot of twos <laughs> in the year. Uh, so, yeah, so this is just how you would say the full year. And you'll hear this quite a bit, especially if you're watching the news. You hear people say the date. They'll, they'll rattle it off really, really fast. So you need to get familiar with that so that uh, it won't startle you when you hear it and that you also know how to say the full date. All right. Now let's talk about shopping because I think shopping is really important. You have to know how to count money and you have to make sure you're getting the correct change too, right? Um, but actually before I jump into that, I do want to make one point about the dates because this is important. I, you would never say, like if tomorrow was March 1st, I wouldn't say mañana es el 1 de marzo. I wouldn't say that. Um, I would say el primero de marzo. El primero de marzo. So this is just one exception where um, in Spanish they would always say first. So primer, primero, primera. Uh, that means like first, right? So in this case, in Spanish, you would never say one, right, of the month. So more like in English, right? We would say it's the first of the month. We wouldn't say it's the one of the month. So just kind of keep that in mind for every other date in Spanish. You can just feel free to use the same, uh, the number. Uh, but yeah, for the first day of the month, you always say primero. So that's an important note. Okay, let's go back to shopping. One of my favorite topics. <laughs> we don't have to talk about my Amazon Prime addiction uh, in this episode, but nevertheless, a lot of us go shopping uh, every day, some of us more than others. <laughs> uh, but it's important to understand uh, how numbers work, and especially for some of the larger purchases we might be making. So especially when we're traveling, so let's say you wanted to rent a hotel room and you call up 
uh, and I know a lot of us don't call, like we book things online, right? Uh, but let's say you're in a place where uh, maybe you can't just find everything online or you want a really good deal. So you're asking a friend like, okay, I'm looking for a hotel room. Uh, where, where can I get a room, you know, for, for a fairly decent cost? So knowing how to say these numbers in the hundreds can be important. So for example, if you wanted to say that a room was $100 a night, you would say, la habitación de hotel cuesta, so cuesta is cost, as from costar, but it's irregular, so it's, it turns to cuesta. Uh, la habitación de hotel cuesta 100 dólares, o 100 pesos, depende de cuál país. So depending on the country you're in, uh, usually we'll get quoted in U.S. dollars. Um, and there's are, there are other countries that do say dollars, but then there are other countries that have pesos, other countries that have different names for their currency. So you just have to be aware, of course, of the trends. Um, the, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say translation rate, but that's not right. <laughs> the exchange rate, that's in that transaction, the exchange rate. Um, you'll need to be aware of all of that stuff as you're having these conversations because you might hear a number that's really big, like, oh, la habitación cuesta dos mil pesos por noche. And you might say, oh, that's a lot of money, but it might actually just be $100. So it really just depends on where you are. Um, but in any case, uh, so cien, right, as 100. So you may have known that. But let's say I wanted to say the room is $109 a night. Uh, so in Spanish, if your number is over 100, you can no longer use cien. You have to say ciento. Ciento. So you kind of add that uh, ending to cien. So I would say la habitación cuesta 109 dólares por noche. So the room costs 109 dollars per night, 109. Now let's say you were in Puerto Rico, like I was several years ago, and you saw some houses for sale. And you were thinking, ah, oh, it'd be so nice to retire here. Yo quiero jubilarme aquí. I want to retire in this, in this place. And you see some houses for sale and you see a sign up. You go, oh, I wonder how much, you know, that house costs. Can I afford it? And let's say the sign says the house is $140,000, which this is, uh, this is a may or may not be based on a true story <laughs> of some houses that I saw in Puerto Rico. Uh, but brand new houses, three bedrooms, two bathrooms, you know, covered parking. Uh, again, hypothetically, uh, <laughs> but for $140,000. So if you wanted to inquire about this, you would have to know, like, what you're, you know, hey, how do I say I want the $140,000 property that I saw? So you would say, la casa, which of course is the house, la casa cuesta 140 mil. 140 mil. So 140,000. So again, very straightforward, uh, just the kind of the same order we would say in English. Now, if the house was $240,000, which may be out of your budget at that point, I don't know. Uh, but if it was $240,000, you would say, La casa cuesta 240 mil. 240 mil. Right? So that's just a quick uh, lesson on how some useful ways that you can use numbers uh, in Spanish that, you know, actually will probably come up for you in day to day or as you're traveling or thinking about um, buying property abroad, uh, you'll need to know these larger numbers. So it's really important to get familiar with them. Uh, and just a quick tip, this is something that I noticed that was a bit odd when I first started learning Spanish and I would see 
uh, things quoted uh, that were written with different dollar amounts. And it was really confusing because I thought they were making a lot of typos. Uh, so in Spanish, um, well, in a lot of Spanish-speaking countries, I should say, the comma is actually used where we would use here in the U.S. the decimal point. And that can be very confusing. So make sure you pay attention to that. So for example, 3,000 in Spanish, uh, or in a Spanish-speaking country, I should say, would be written as 3.000. So zero is zero. 3.000, and the punto is point, zero, zero, zero. So it would be like 3.000 for 3,000, or 3,000. Versus... How we would write it here in the United States, we would write three comma zero 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 for three thousand. So again, it's really uh, switched. And where we would use a decimal point, uh, they actually use the comma instead. So, uh, for example, if something was, uh, let's say, it was three thousand dollars and thirty cents, right? Treinta centavos. It would be three zero three point zero 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 comma three zero okay so uh we'll have some examples of this on the show notes page because it might not make a lot of sense the way <laughs> the way i'm trying to say it but just go to learn spanish con salsa.com slash 146 and you'll see some examples of how this looks so again it's just one of those things to be aware of uh especially when you're dealing with money you want to know uh, where those commas and, and those decimal points are. Um, and as far as I know, they're both referred to as punto. So it could be a comma and, and you still might hear punto um, instead of coma. So just kind of be aware of those kinds of things. Okay, so now that I've given you a little bit of a primer on large numbers, let's get started with the song Conteo Regresivo. So first with the title, what is a Conteo Regresivo? Well, you're probably a lot more familiar with it than you think. If you've ever stayed up al medianoche, so at midnight, on New Year's Eve, then you have definitely heard a conteo regresivo. So it would be 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, okay, right? So you basically, it's a countdown. <laughs> and then you go, Happy New Year, Feliz Año Nuevo. So, uh, Conteo Regresivo is a countdown. And the way that Gilberto Santa Rosa uses countdown uh, in this song is actually pretty funny. Um, he's counting down to the end of a relationship that's kind of gone sour. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to just go through uh, the chorus of the song in one of the verses. Uh, and like I said, if you want the full lyrics, uh, definitely check out our Learn Spanish with Music course. And like I said, um, if you stick around to the end of the episode, I will be giving you details on how you can get a special discount just for the month of Febrero. So only in February uh, we'll be offering uh, this discount for the course. Uh, but let's get to the course of the song and I'll explain a little bit about uh, some of the, the language that's used. So he says, Ahora solo hay números en tu cabeza de una relación que no da para más. So ahora solo hay números en tu cabeza. So now there are only numbers in your head. De una relación que no da para más. So of a relationship that really has reached its limit. So no da para más. No da para más. Uh, is like an expression. So don't try to you know break that down word for word. 
know that para mas just kind of means this thing has reached its limit. Like it's over. It's it's time has expired kind of thing. So uh, that's the first line of the course. And he says, uh, ahora solo hay símbolos de suma y resta, sumas mis errores, resto tu bondad. <laughs> ahora solo hay símbolos de suma y resta, sumas mis errores, resto tu bondad. So, ahora solo hay símbolos de suma y resta. So, he's saying now there are only these addition and subtraction signs in, uh, you know, between us. So, they're, they're, they're kind of keeping track. You know how you have those relationships where people are always keeping score? You did this for me or you did this bad thing and all that kind of thing. That's usually a sign the relationship is going bad, right? <laughs> so, he uses this in a figurative way. So, suma is addition and resta is subtraction. And this is actually how they're referred to in school. Sumar is like to add y restar to subtract. So this is like, uh, you know, school age level um, vocabulary uh, in terms of math. So you'll hear that if you ever are exposed to learning addition and subtraction in Spanish. Uh, but uh, he's using it here, obviously, figuratively. And he says, sumas mis errores. So you are adding up all of my errors, all my faults and mistakes. <laughs> so you add up my mistakes. Y yo resto tu bondad. And I am subtracting your kindness. So I'm taking away, you know, everything that you've done that's kind. I'm like taking that away and you're adding up all the things that I've done wrong. So really not a good relationship at this point. Ahora soy la pieza en tu rompecabezas. Que nunca hizo falta. Que no encajará. So, ahora soy la pieza en tu rompecabezas. Y rompecabezas is a puzzle. So, he's saying, now I'm the piece in your puzzle. Que nunca hizo falta. That was never necessary. You, you wouldn't miss it. And uh, que no encajará is it won't fit. So it won't fit any longer. You can think of it like that. Like, okay, now I'm just this one piece of the puzzle that doesn't really fit with you anymore. And then he says, Voy a enumerar todos nuestros errores. <laughs> so I'm going to count or list out all of our mistakes. Y cuando llegue a cero, and when I reach zero, todo acabará. <laughs> it will all be over. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of the spirit of the song. He's kind of, again, enumerating or counting, listing all the things that went wrong in the relationship. So in the second part of the song, he says, Diez, nunca me dices que me amas. You never tell me that you love me. Nueve, siempre cambio la verdad. So he's saying, I always change the truth. So he's kind of not being completely honest. Ocho. Cuando salgo de la casa, siete, casi siempre llego a las, hasta las seis. Okay, so, ocho, cuando salgo de la casa, so he's saying, when I, when I leave the house, siete, casi siempre llego hasta las seis. So, I almost always get home, I don't get home until six. And then he says, no me agradan tus detalles. So this no me agradan, it's like, it's very similar to how we would use gustar. Uh, so it's like no me gustan tus detalles. 
but it has a little bit of a different flavor. It's like, uh, you know, I really don't appreciate you getting into all of this, right? No me en tus detalles. Like, I don't really want to hear all this right now. Uh, I don't appreciate you, you know, getting into this in this level of detail, something more like that. Cinco, a esta altura nos da igual. A esta altura nos da igual. Now, this is actually two expressions in one. So, a esta altura, altura is usually like a, a point, like if you were climbing a mountain or something like that. But uh, this is just an expression. A esta altura is like at this point. So, like at where we are right now in our relationship, like at this particular point. So, it's more figuratively than a physical altura. So, a esta altura nos da igual. Y nos da igual, I don't know if you've ever heard the expression, me da igual. It's kind of like, no me importa. It's like, I don't really care. Uh, so in this case, nos da igual. It's like, we don't care anymore. Like, we've kind of given up. So at this point, nos da igual. It's the same to us. It doesn't really matter. Cuatro, se nos apagó la llama. Se nos apagó la llama. So our flame was put out. So llama is flame. Y se nos apagó is saying like, the f our flame was extinguished, like it was put out. Tres, casi voy a terminar. <laughs> so he's going to his countdown. So now he's at tres. He's like, I'm almost done. Casi voy a terminar, like I'm almost about to finish. Dos, si no hay amor, no hay nada. Si no hay amor, no hay nada. So if there's no love, then there's nothing. You know, so it's basically like if, if we don't have love, then there's nothing left. We have nothing else. And then the, the last <laughs> the last part of this before he goes back into the chorus, he says, Rezo por uno el adios. <laughs> rezo por uno el adios. So rezo comes from rezar. It's like to pray. So he's saying, I'm praying for one thing, el adios, which you know means the goodbye. <laughs> So, again, uh, it's just one part of the song. It's kind of a cute song, even though it's kind of like a sad topic. He's uh, making it kind of fun with this conteo regresivo, which you now know means countdown. Uh, and in the first verse, the reason why I sort of started in the middle of the song, the first verse is pretty tricky. Uh, he uses uh, some alliteration here, or maybe that's not the right word. Um, he uses the words uh, for the numbers in Spanish, and he combines them with other words. So it's sort of like a play on words, a uh, double meaning is a better way to say it, not alliteration. It's a double double meaning. So um, he so it's kind of difficult to explain uh, on the podcast because you have to really see it written uh, to get sort of this play on words that he does. Uh, but again, if you sign up for our Learn Spanish with Music course, we break it all down for you there. And oh, by the way, I promised you, uh, that if you hung out with me to the end of the episode, which you, you've made it to, we're, we're about to wrap up, <laughs> I would tell you all about our discount. So um, if you want to get 15% off, and this is lifetime access to our Learn Spanish with Music course, uh, just go to uh, SpanishConSalsa.com slash course before February 28th, 28 de febrero, so it's a short month. Uh, but you got 20 days from now. You got 20, tienes 20 días, 20 días. So you have 20 days um, to take advantage of the discount. Now, our Learn Spanish with Music course features over 30 lessons 
from the beginner level all the way through the intermediate level that will help you improve your vocabulary, strengthen your Spanish listening comprehension skills, and learn all about Latino culture uh, through music. So you're learning about the language, you're learning a little bit of grammar in a fun way, uh, you're learning the song lyrics, you're, you're adding to your playlist. We also give you a playlist that goes uh, with each level of our course. So we have beginner and intermediate level and you get lifetime access to all of that uh, when you sign up. Uh, LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 146. There you'll see the show notes page for this episode. Um, but if you want to just go right to the course uh, and buy it directly from our website, you can go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash course. That's SpanishConSalsa.com slash course. And you can use the code Musica 15. So you have to know your numbers for this. Musica 15 uh, to get the 15% discount. So Musica, M U S I C A 15. And you'll get 15% off. Again, this is lifetime access to the course. You'll have all the time you need to go through it whenever uh, you have the free time. Uh, and yeah, you'll also learn more about the song by Gilberto Santa Rosa. Uh, but if you want to hear the song, just go to our show notes page again, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 146. As always, como siempre, I hope that something that you heard in this episode has taken you just one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. 